Coming to theaters, Patterns of Evidence, Journey to Mount Sinai 2. Investigative filmmaker Timothy Mahoney uncovers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai, interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. All of the evidence, it's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsofEvidence.com. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the perfect in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep Almost immediately, I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder, and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me. Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG. Coming to theaters, Patterns of Evidence, Journey to Mount Sinai 2. Investigative filmmaker Timothy Mahoney uncovers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai, interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. 
all of the evidence. It's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsOfEvidence.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Uh, Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Obliterating confusion. Amplifying truth. And pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. All right, uh, a host of important conversations today. We will check the markets. Hillary Kramer is going to be here. And he's an African-American running for president of the United States. Is it a wise thing? Larry Elder, my very good friend and someone who has a great passion, joins me this hour. Binge thinking. Kevin McCullough. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No, He Can't. Yeah, he's playing the role as, uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No, He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, my next guest is someone who has done the courageous, almost the unthinkable. He has thrown his hat into the ring to run for president in 2024. In a day and age in which everyone's saying this is going to be the matchup of two old men at the end of the road, could there be someone very different uh, in the mix? That is the uh, hope and the ambition of one Larry Elder, who is not only uh, a fantastic uh, spokesperson for the things that he believes but also I consider him a good friend. Larry, it's great to see you. Kevin, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. The last time we spoke, you had just come off of a brutally uh, intense number of short weeks running for governor in California. Uh, My listeners may not completely remember all of the circumstances there. But you, even though you did not win, you fared quite well. In fact, in the it's a two-part election. In the second part, you took 57 of 58 counties and got nearly 4 million votes statewide. Um, I'm sure that some of this is the basis for why you've made the decision and the announcement to run for president. But can you go a little bit deeper into the thinking behind it all? Well, that's exactly what it is. I, I got into the race very late, Kevin, with only eight weeks left. And in eight weeks, I raised $27 million, more than all the other replacement candidates combined. As you pointed out, California has 58 counties. We carry 57. By the way, the only one I lost, Kevin, was San Francisco. (laughs) I lost that by less than 200 votes. Wow. It's been one dime or one uh, minute uh, there, uh, and we almost carried that county. Uh, And the party wanted a guy named Kevin Faulkner, the two-term mayor of San Diego, uh, the state party wanted somebody named Kevin Kiley, who's now in uh, in Congress. He's in the Sacramento area. I carry San Diego County by 30 points, and I carry the areas where uh, Kevin Kiley uh, now governs by also between 20 and 30 points. So by any stretch of the imagination, it was an extraordinary race. No one has won anything Republican statewide in California in over 20 years. And that's well, because, because the math is so daunting. There are... Uh, for every one registered Republican, there are there are three non-Republicans. Uh, and so it's almost impossible to win. The reason I did it was because it was a recall election. If the ball had carried the right way, I could have gotten in with as little as 25 or 30 percent of all the votes cast. And then my hope is I would have been in Sacramento for two years before the 
uh, re-election, and they would have realized that I don't have horns, I don't have a tail, I have some ideas about what to do about how we should have handled the uh, coronavirus pandemic, what to do about schools, what to do about homelessness, and how to reverse the fact that in the last couple of years, 500,000 people have left California uh, for the sunny climes of Texas, Florida, and other places. So that's really what informed the decision. And half of the uh, of the donors, Kevin, there were 150,000 of them, half of them came from outside of California. And so when the race is over, I go to Key West to chill out, lick my wounds, and um, Elder, we, I, I followed your race. I gave you money. Uh, drinks are on me. Uh, dinner's on me. That's why I gained almost 10 pounds, haven't been able to lose it. <laughs> so many people, Kevin, said, why don't you run for president? And at first I thought they were smoking something, but the more I thought about it, and the more I felt the same way about California, that I felt I had a patriotic, a moral, and a religious obligation to give back to a country that's been so good to me. I would rather not spend my winters in Iowa, not spend my winters uh, in New Hampshire, not take the financial hit that I'm taking, but I feel that I would be shirking my responsibility uh, as a citizen if I didn't do what I think I can do. I know that I have something to offer. I know I have something to say. Let, let's talk about some of the uh, micro stuff, and then I'm, I want to get to a couple of macro questions that you're go you're going to have to answer somewhere, so that you may as well answer them with me first. Um, but let's talk about the uh, the RNC announced debates uh, today, and there's a couple of them coming up, and there's probably going to be a metric to make that debate stage. And in, my guess is it's going to be a certain number of donors to. Uh, a political action fund uh, to date, and it's going to require maybe 1% registering in a poll somewhere. Do you think, as we sit here right now, uh, and they're a, a ways off yet, do you think you can get to that threshold in enough time to qualify for the first two? I do. Uh, as far as name recognition is concerned, as you know, Kevin, I've been on radio for 30 years. Last several years, I was syndicated by Salem. I'm an El Dorado. I'm a founding member. So, yes, I, I very much understand that. And so uh, I got pretty high name recognition. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, in my California race, there were 150,000 individual donors. Uh, and I think the metric is going to be for the Milwaukee debate, probably have to have at least 50,000 individual donors. I don't think we're going to have any difficulty reaching that. All right. Well, that's that's so that's one of the, the micro uh, steps in between uh, now and then. Uh, there's also going to be a pretty interesting field that's already starting to form. You've got Nikki Haley. You've obviously got 45. Uh, you've got um, the uh, entrance of uh, who just announced uh, last week. Um, just announced. Say that. Asa Hutchinson just announced today. Yeah, well, Asa Hutchinson, John Bolton technically announced a few weeks back. I mean, there's a lot of kind of interesting characters that are kind of fringe, but I don't really consider you one of those. You, you're you're someone who has a serious message and has made at least a serious attempt at a very, very ambitious uh, run for office. It's it's not a the last Republican governor of California was Arnold Schwarzenegger, and that was eons ago. Um, so you, you can't be laughed off as someone who, you know, is not uh, serious about what you're doing. Um, but there are some intangibles that you bring to the race that no one else in that field does. And talk about that uh, for us a little bit, your appeal to voters that Republicans don't normally attract. Right. But before I, I, I get into that, I just wanted to mention about the, uh, the gubernatorial thing. Uh, keep in mind, California is the fourth largest country uh, in the world if it were a separate country. And I ran for that top job. And there was another fellow who ran unsuccessfully for governor, uh, became a uh, two twice elected uh, president. His name was Richard Nixon. And uh, Donald Trump hadn't won, hadn't run for anything, let alone uh, for the largest state in the union. So there's that. 
But here's what I think I bring to the table, Kevin, to answer your question. Notice, notice how much of a politician I've become already. Uh, <laughs> uh, this notion that uh, America is systemically racist, which, which is what drives the Democrat Party, that's their narrative, and the reason they do it is not so much that I believe they all believe it. I believe that they want to make sure that Black people think of themselves as victims, as eternally oppressed, uh, and therefore they will pull that lever for the Democratic Party like lemmings because the Democrats have successfully uh, positioned themselves as the uh, party that cares about social justice and inequities. We wear the white hat in that battle, and these SOBs, these Republicans wear the black hat. Uh, without getting that nearly 90 to 95% black vote, they cannot win at the presidential level, and they know it. I can refute that narrative, I think, in a more effective way than probably most of the other people can. Having been raised in the inner city, my father never knew his biological father, uh, left home at the age of 13, Athens, Georgia, Jim Crow South, joined the Marines. He ended up cleaning toilets, two full-time jobs, started a little cafe in his, uh, in his late 40s, ran it until his uh, mid-80s. And my dad, when he retired, owned that little restaurant, the piece of property next door, plus the house we still have in our family. And when my dad retired, his net worth was a little bit under a million dollars. That's what you can do in America. And my dad, by the way, was a lifelong Republican and said this about Democrats. Democrats want to give you something for nothing. When you try and get something for nothing, you almost always end up getting nothing for something. Uh, and so this message that the police, for example, are engaging in systemic racism against black people, not only is just wrong, not only does it insult cops, not only does it demoralize cops, it's causing what's called the Ferguson effect or the George Floyd effect, uh, which is that cops are no longer proactive in policing. And as a result, there are thousands of so-called excess deaths. In other words, people who died because bad guys are in the streets who otherwise wouldn't have been in the streets if the police had been doing their normal proactive policing. Well, that's... And that's a very sad outcome. But, Larry, you know, it's a real one that is impacting cities like New York and others. We're speaking with presidential candidate Larry Elder. Uh, Stay with us. More to come on that. Kevin McCullough Radio. Experience the movie based on the miraculous story of George Foreman. George Foreman ain't no new champ. He is the new chump. Foreman is down! I'm not going to box anymore. I'm going to follow God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. There's only two things I know how to do. Box and preach. And preaching won't pay the bills. Foreman's 45 years old. The risk isn't losing. It's surviving. How can you beat that man? I'm going to do this my way. Big George Foreman. Exclusively in movie theaters. April 28th. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. I was a child when I was abducted by the Arabs. My parents used to own livestock and my mother would do all the cooking for us. I don't remember the year that I was captured. There had never been any problems in our village. Then one day, all of a sudden, we heard that there were Arabs attacking Dinka villages throughout the south. We were so worried we could not even sleep at night. It was a big concern to my mother and my father. We were told that these Arabs were heavily armed and would kill all the animals and people when they would attack. We were very scared. Then one morning, they attacked our village. We scattered in different directions and I ran, but I was captured. My entire village was burned down and I've never seen a member of my family since. Then I was taken north into slavery. My eyes saw horrific things on that trip to the north. Women were raped right in front of us. Men were beaten and four men were killed because they tried to fight back. They were shot dead before our eyes. 
Once at the slave master's house, I was pretty much starved and worked brutal hours every single day doing difficult and very, very hard work. There was no relief. And then, they raped me. My slave master did not think of me as a human. He would not even let me go to the hospital when I fell sick. And one day, I heard that there was a slave retriever from CSI close by. How I wanted to be free. That retriever secured my freedom. And thank God, I was able to return to South Sudan. Thank you to each of you who helped the slaves be free. But please don't stop until we get them all. And may I just add that we are so thankful that you have been part of the team that has helped us liberate more than 45 slaves this year already. Of the 192 that are on the list, 45 of them uh, have been liberated, and we have more that we are about to embark upon to do. You may know the violence in, in Sudan is very dangerous right now, and yet our slave liberators are more committed than ever to getting them out. Uh, to get them to safety and to get them to uh, be reunited with their family. If you'd like to help us, here's the number, 888-342-1010, or go to bringherhome.org for all the details. Bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Help us put an end to slavery in this lifetime, 888-342-1010. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right. I continue with my good friend, Larry Elder. And Larry, we interrupted you as we were coming to the end of the last segment. But I don't want any of the things you had to say to be missed. Because when we're talking about fathers being important in the households, uh, it just doesn't get more important than that. But you had another couple of points that you were wanting to make before we had to take the break. The other bad thing about this is that if you tell young black men that the police are out to get you, why in the world would they comply? Virtually all of these high profile deaths and shootings would have avoided, would have been avoided if the black person has simply complied. Comply, you won't die. But if I'm uh, a young black man and I've been fed this lie by people like Barack Obama and Eric Holder, why should I pull over? The cop's gonna hurt me and why should I uh, uh, follow his, his, his orders? If I'm gonna get hurt anyway, so why don't I just uh, resist? And that's what's going on here. The other thing I bring, I think I bring to the table, Kevin, is to talk about the 10,000 pound elephant in the room that people on our side don't like talking about. And that is the number one social problem in America is the epidemic of fatherlessness. 70% of black kids into the world without a father in the home married to the mother, 50% of Hispanic kids, 25% of white kids, 40% of all kids in America enter the world without a father in the home married to the mother. And forget about elder Barack Obama once said a kid raised without a father is five times more likely to be poor and commit crime, nine times more likely to drop out of school, and 20 times more likely to end up behind bars. I believe the welfare state has incentivized women to marry the government and incentivized men to abandon their financial and more responsibility, and we need to talk about this. I think you are correct. Larry, uh, you and I have known each other a long time, and um, I'll never forget uh, a morning that we had breakfast uh, together. I think we were at the presidential convention covering it for talk radio for Salem at the time, but we had a very kind of elongated breakfast, uh, at the, at the hotel, uh, cafe there. And we talked at some depth about the importance of fathers. And we just went to break. You were bringing up this issue of fatherlessness in the country. 
um, there's not going to be a discussion on the debate stage for either party on that topic. You're going to have to wedge that in. But when you do, you're going to touch people in ways that no one else is going to have the really the, the wherewithal to be able to respond to. On a practical level, how deep does that does that uh, topic touch people? Is it as important as uh, inflation in the economy and President Xi and all the things, all the other challenges that uh, Joe Biden has really uh, screwed up in our country? Uh, does that cut through to the level where people uh, really feel it and sense it? Yes, it's at least as important as those issues, Kevin, because what will come up on the stage uh, is crime. Excuse me. What will come up on the stage uh, is the quality of our, of our government schools, the fact that because of COVID, kids already behind, lost a whole a year of math uh, and of reading. It's not just losing the whole year of math and reading. It translates into loss of, of earnings throughout their entire life. And this, again, is a function of the breakdown of the family. Uh, my good friend, uh, Walter Williams, once told me, the economist, if there's nobody in your house to make sure that you have been fed, clothed, housed, and educated, to make sure that you've done your homework and gone to bed on time, you are in deep, deep voodoo. Hmm. And all too often, you do not have that kind of structure in the home. It has all sorts of other consequences. It also causes crime, an increase in crime. Uh, a young Black male age 10 to 34, uh, Kevin, I'm not kidding you, is 13 times more likely to be murdered than the young white male in the same demo. Mm. Uh, and almost always the murderer is another young black male, not some sort of racist cop. This again is a function of the breakdown of the family. Unless you're prepared just to say that blacks are just genetically inclined to commit more crime, you have to ask yourself what the hell is going on here? And what's going on here is the absence of fathers. There's no question, uh, and people that listen to my show uh, hear me uh, rail against that uh, regularly, and I'm thankful that you're willing to stand up and, and talk about it. A fair uh, observation about that is if that is as important as those other questions, what does Larry Elder bring to those other issues? The inflation, the uh, foreign affairs, the national security, the the border, all the things, the freedom of speech that got taken away, the ability to to make vaccine decisions for ourselves. There's so much that, uh, that is, that is going to be in the mix this year, uh, or this go around. What, what is your, what is your agenda? What is the elder plan? My, my feeling, Kevin, not having uh, heard all the other candidates is that for the most part, uh, we all pretty much have the same views about, uh, about inflation, the excessive spending, uh, not paying people not to work, uh, the war on oil and gas, the fact that the borders are porous, the wall needs to be built. We ought to have a uh, choice uh, in, uh, in education. Uh, we ought to reduce regulations. I think all of us, if we're, if we're from the Republican wing, Republican party, pretty much have those views. Uh, regarding 45 that you brought up earlier, I think most Republicans have two views. There are people who love Donald Trump and there are people who love Donald Trump's policies, but fear that Donald Trump cannot win a rematch against uh, Joe Biden in November 24 for reasons that are often entirely unfair. Much of the country despises this man, particularly suburban women, which is where the, uh, the, the election will be won and lost. It may be unfair, but it's in the cake. And so the question is, is there a candidate who's got the policies that we enjoyed uh, during the 45 uh, during 45's administration, but has a personality, a likability, a relatability that people who otherwise would not pull the lever for 45 will pull the lever for you. And I think I, I, I think I fit I fit that bill. There's there's an obvious historical analogy that I want to bring up here. And thank you for taking the uh, the nose by the horns there, uh, the bull by the horns. Um, the 
the very famous uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson um, ran for president. It seemed like almost as an industry at a certain point in time in his career. And when he was asked at one point in time, uh, why are you doing this? Because no one thought he was going to ever get the nomination. Um, he said, there are many reasons to run for an office other than to win the election. And people are making that observation about the Republican field. I haven't heard anybody say your name specifically, but they're saying Nikki Haley's running for vice president and Mike Pompeo, if he had decided to run, was running for secretary of state or defense. Um, when and if this objection is raised, what is Larry Elder's answer on the trail? It's real simple. I'm running to win and I'm not running against uh, 45. I'm not running against Ron DeSantis, I'm not running against Nikki Haley. I'm running against the Harris Biden administration. We cannot endure four more years of, of uh, taxing, spending of the way he pulled out from Afghanistan, of the way that he uh, browbeat uh, states into shutting down their economies because of COVID. Uh, we can't take this uh, the way that uh, he paid people not to work. Uh, and so that you can't, uh, there was a study done by a bunch of economists, Bank of America, Kevin, that found out that people who made 30 grand or less were better off staying home. And he was advised against this by Larry Summers, the former Secretary of Treasury, Democrat under Bill Clinton, and did it anyway. So uh, we cannot endure four more years of five million illegal aliens coming across our borders, having no idea who they are, where they are. Several of them are on, very likely on the terror watch list. And whoever the nominee is, I think it's then our, our job to coalesce behind him or her and make sure that we defeat a Biden-Harris in November of 2024. I am still doubtful that Biden will even make it to the election of 2024, but he announced his plans this week. It's obvious that he is uh, moving forward with that. Our guest has been Larry Elder. Uh, Larry, if people want to support you and get involved, um, and again, I'm, I'm staying pretty much Switzerland. I'm, I'm going to talk to all of you. I'm going to try to give all of the... Uh, uh, viewers and listeners to what I do, the best opportunity to hear the ideas that are out there. Um, if people want more information, where do they go? Elderforpresident.com. That's elderforpresident.com. Throw something right. in the Help me out. <laughs> Larry Elder, uh, great seeing you, friend. Appreciate you being here. My pleasure, Kevin. Thank you for having me. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. theaters patterns of evidence journey to mount sinai 2 investigative filmmaker timothy mahoney uncovers evidence of the true location of mount sinai interviewing modern day exodus explorers and scholars once i realized what this site was i dropped to my knees all of the evidence it's sitting out there for everyone to see inspiring and faith affirming journey to mount sinai 2 in theaters only may 15th and 17th get tickets today at patternsofevidence.com now. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol 
decreases inflammation. And it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com, promo code. KMC. I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder, and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me. Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG. confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, my next guest is a world-renowned marketer. He's a well-beloved pastor, and he is a two-time with uh, two-title defense of uh, heavyweight champion as one of the world's most famous boxers. If you put together the list of people that he defeated, it's an all-stars list of uh, people that uh, you've known from boxing legend, everyone from Ken Norton to Muhammad Ali to Evander Holyfield. And now he's a movie star with his story being uh, portrayed all over American movie screens this weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome George Foreman. Pastor Pastor and champ, thanks for being with us. We so appreciate your time. I'm happy to be with you. I can tell you that. (laughs) <laughs> hey, you've lived quite a life. And as I was reminding myself of it as a young kid growing up, I, I loved I loved everything about you. I loved your energy. I loved your positivity. I loved your your humor. Uh, I loved it when you when you when you got into TV. I loved it when you took down uh, some of the big guys. 
Um, you've lived such a remarkable life and you've done so many different things. What is the one thing that you, you want to be most remembered for after you stop doing all the amazing things that you're doing? Well, as an athlete, that day, uh, the night I won an Olympic gold medal, I was a 19 year old boy. I didn't know anything about hope. Uh, the words like success, and uh, setting goals didn't exist, but I picked up that night hope. I'd been brought up uh, without anything, but people who cared for me, that got me a long ways. And that, but that moment in uh, Mexico City when I won a gold medal stands out. In the 70s, when you became the champion and then you defended your title twice, um, you, you, you kind of ended up walking away. You had a very life-changing uh, decision and moment. What happened? Well, I'd lost the championship of the world, and I was just so upset, angry, and needed revenge. Made myself all the way back to the number one contingentship, but hey, I met it with something greater. I had a, a fight in my dress room, a fight to stay alive, and I actually died. In a split second, I was alive again uh, in a dark, deep place. And I said, I don't care if this is death, I still believe that as a God. Given a second chance to live made all the difference in the world. I came back understanding that the greatest invention were human beings. And since that time, I wanted to be friends with everybody. <laughs> that changed everything. Talk to me about you and God. That was the only thing. I'd gone through life setting goals, getting knockouts, working hard, running miles, and I thought I'd done everything. I really thought it was me until that night in Puerto Rico where I realized there is a God. And, uh, and I found out I laid on the dressing room table and I saw blood on my forehead and on my hands and I started screaming, Jesus Christ is coming alive in me. I didn't believe in all that until <laughs> then. And I stopped boxing for 10 years and developed something good in me, faith in God. That's what God is all about. When you run out of gas in the ring, you by lost. But I came back the second time. I realized if I'd run out of anything, I still had a prayer. You returned to the ring with kind of a um, a renewed purpose in life, and you and you got back, and you became the oldest man to win the heavyweight title, and you did it uh, at a stage when many people had gotten out of the sport altogether. And really, some of those fights, uh, George, I think would be considered some of your 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 greatest accomplishments. Talk about the the Holyfield matchup and how you prepared for that. Now I'm in the ring, getting ready to fight for the championship of the world, Evander Holyfield, and then in the ring, being introduced at the same time were Joe Frazier, <laughs> Muhammad Ali, and they walked out, and I kept looking around. I said, maybe I shouldn't be here myself. <laughs> All the guys who had made the impact in my life as a boxer. I'd gone 12 rounds with Evander Holyfield. I didn't get the decision, but I'd proven to myself that, and to a lot of people that the age 40 was not a death sentence. Yeah. And that if we pray well enough, we can accomplish anything. That's what the, I didn't win the decision, but I won for myself a chance to show everybody that you can continue doing whatever you want to do. I still have that uh, issue of Sports Illustrated with the two of you on the cover and uh, remember that like it was yesterday. Who was the toughest fighter you ever fought? Oh, there are many tough ones. I'd lost to Muhammad Ali 
he was, as far as I'm concerned, tough to take the punishment I put out. Are you still preaching? My job now, that's what I do. I am moonlight as a grill salesman and all of that, but I'm a really, <laughs> my profession is that of an evangelist at the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I preach all the time. George Foreman, the champ, thank you for being with us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Kevin McCullough from New York. Yeah, that New York, when we come back. Experience the movie based on the miraculous story of George Foreman. George Foreman ain't no new champ. He is the new chump. Foreman is down! I'm not going to box anymore. I'm going to follow God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. There's only two things I know how to do. Box and preach. And preach you won't pay the bills. Foreman's 45 years old. The risk isn't losing. It's surviving. How can you beat that man? I'm going to do this my way. Big George Foreman. Exclusively in movie theaters. April 28th. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. For those of you that know, we have been doing all that we can to help liberate human trafficking and human slaves uh, with Christian Solidarity International this year. It's our annual cause, and we have 192 names of women that need our assistance this year. Uh, Women that have experienced some excruciating things. And I want to say thank you to those of you that have already called, 888-342-1010. We have helped liberate uh, more than a dozen now this year. I want to tell you the story of Ayak. Ayak uh, was born in northern Sudan. She was born into slavery. Her mother and father had been taken from South Sudan when they were just young kids. uh, And she grew up as a slave's uh, child. She saw her mother regularly be beaten by her Arab slave master. Then there was the day that her father was told to go to the farm to work. But because of how sick he was, he physically couldn't walk. His master got so angry at him, he said, you dirty, dirty, dirty dog. If you don't go to the farm, you will die. He couldn't walk. So the Arab master shot my father dead right in front of me, says Ayak when she tells her story later. Uh, As she was growing up and getting a little bit older, that master sold her out to another master who raped her repeatedly, who forced her to uh, commit uh, genital mutilation on herself and who told her that uh, she would not get to keep the children that she had from that slave master. Uh, She would do hard work every day, carry water, long distances, uh, clean clothing, clean things in the house, uh, take abuse from the Arab master's wife. She said, I have seen so many slaves in the area who face the same thing as me. She said, but then one day a retriever found me. I was walking to the well to fetch water. He asked me to leave and go with him. His name was Osman Bashir, and he had many men with him. They took me to his camp and brought me back to South Sudan. Friends, that's the story of an actual liberation of an actual slave. And that's the people that we help when you call 888-342-1010. There are 175 women that we know we can yet save this year. We just need your help. 888-342-1010. 888-342-1010. Help us liberate every slave right now. For $250, you not only affect their liberation, but you set them up with everything they need for a new life uh, in their home in South Sudan, uh, including grain, seed, utensils, uh, other things that they need to create uh, a life for themselves. And you do it when you call 888-342-1010. Or go to Bring Her Home. 
www.thepeopleofgod.org. Across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. So grateful to have you with us on this Monday. And you know, on Mondays, we like to check the um, the markets because as you're starting your week out, we want to make sure that you're doing everything you can to protect your portfolio. And here to help us do just that is Hillary Kramer of HillaryKramer.com. One L in Hillary and K uh, for Kramer, HillaryKramer.com. Sign up for the trading desk email. Get a free uh, communique from Hillary on all things related to the markets. Hillary, it's a beautiful kickoff to Mother's Day week. We're going to be counting down until Sunday. What's the temperature in the markets today? Well, today is a better day because there's expectation that the banking system will certainly be backed up by the big banks. That's been the great big overhang. Um, besides inflation, besides the generalized economy. Okay, so that has really made it was the worst week on the S&P and NASDAQ since March, the week of March 10th. Now, that isn't that long ago, but still, we were, we were on the right trajectory for a while there. Uh, it looks like we should be fine. I think there are going to be some hedge funds that have tried to have positioned themselves to go short, meaning they're betting against the banks. Uh, and then the big banks know that they have these positions. They can make force them to cover their shorts, and the whole market can start to go up. And I'm already seeing that uh, with some of the banks out there that looked like they were really going to fail. Um, like, for example, Metropolitan Bank Holding, um, that looked like it was a total disaster coming back up, you know, um, so that's a, that would be an example, MCB, yeah. uh, where, I mean, there, there are so many like that. So I think that we should be fine. Um, it's important that the Federal Reserve said that uh, they are, the Federal Reserve is pausing on raising rates, right? We've had 10 rate raises, 10 rates, 10 times those rates have been raised, four of them by 50 basis points, which means half a percent. Uh, and that's done some real damage to the market. But, uh, but the market needed to be shaken out. You know, it's just a shame if you're on the wrong side of it. That's the only problem there. So that means that maybe we're through some of the toughest uh, rough and tumble? I think so. I think we're positioned for a bull market. I really do. Uh, there's going to be – we need those hedge funds to get blown out of the water. We'll see some close down. We might see four or five more banks go under the way First Republic did, and they'll be gobbled up by the big banks. But I don't think anyone should fool themselves. JP, you know, JP Morgan goes and, and acquires First Republic. Uh, money has to be put in by the government or by the FDIC, first of all. Look, the FDIC, we all, we all have high fees when we do banking so that the FDIC has insurance and money. So premiums will rise. Basically, at the end of the day, the working person, man and woman, pay the price. Okay. Uh, well, I know that you, as much as you enjoy talking about the news of the day, you are also loaded with uh, tips for people, and uh, this Monday is no exception to that. What you got for us? Okay. I want to go back to Disney. 
Um, I have to go back to Disney, which you know, we talked about. You know, when it was below 100, it's at what is it? 103 today, and uh, I think we're going to see. There's a lot of nice money coming into the parks still. The parks are able to have pricing power, as we all know. It's the right. It's the right. Uh, pricing and it's the right location uh there's a real hesitancy for people to travel abroad take chances everyone disney's sort of safe so at 103 i think that especially with uh bob Iger back as ceo he had left retired and uh the new ceo was a disaster so uh with bob Iger back in uh back in the seat i think that it should be uh, a much much stronger company and i highly recommend uh, that those that are long-term investors look at Disney, D-I-S, and one day they'll actually reinstate their dividend. I'm sure of that. So right. might not, I don't know the timing, but it certainly will be. <laughs> um, another one that I have faith in because their numbers are really good um, before we know it. I know it sounds hard to believe, but uh, we're going to go more into It'll be another quarter or so, and people will start uh, buying for September for holiday season, Etsy, E-T-S-Y. Etsy's at 93. Uh, to give everyone some perspective, in March, it was $150. Uh, so 93, it's bounced back. It had unexpectedly amazing earnings. Uh, and stop, you know, had a nice rise there. And uh, so I think Etsy is one. And everyone knows that Etsy is a, it's a marketplace with uh, the connect, well, it connects buyers and sellers, but what's really amazing about it is that it connects buyers and sellers, um, many of which the sellers are small craftsmen, artisans. There's also an entire category that's very eBay-like, where you can buy very obscure items. And also, a matter of fact, when Etsy's earnings came out last quarter and they were strong, it was because of their personalization business. Right. Right? I recommend to anyone looking for a present for Father's Day, get the grill set. They have about <laughs> 50 different grill sets. To well, Mother's from. Day comes first. I think if people are going to do something, they should do something for Mother's Day. That's true. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I mean, but, you know, mothers are a little bit easier because you can always do flowers and candies, and mothers are happy with a beautiful note. But it's just, you know, to give to give a father, you know, a grill set that has his name on it, you know, that says, you know, Bob Meister, Grill Master. It's pretty incredible. And they have, like, I mean, I'm just giving that as an example. Yeah, I know. It's good. I've done a pocket knife, you know, that has, you know, everything from the fancy ones that look like a Swiss Army one to a simple knife. And you can put right in there, you know, to dad with love, you know, from Hillary. So cool. You know, okay. So I just wanted to, to put it some perspective. So Disney it. and Brooklyn? Etsy, we got about Brooklyn? 10 seconds. Do you, do you oh, have a third no, for us? No, no, no. Our time goes so fast. By the way, Etsy's based in, in Brooklyn, so for, for everyone to know. And then the other one I have a lot of faith in is Carnival Cruise Lines, CCL. Um, CCL is definitely coming back. I think it should come back strong 
also owns a number of other cruise lines, including Holland and Princess. But uh, the cruise business should return. And let me just give you some perspective here. The stock in March, okay, we're only talking two months ago, um, was, it, was it about $14. We're, we're closing in on That's 11. That's pretty good in under 60 uh, days. Yeah. Um, right, Hillary Kramer, right. we always love having you on. Thank you for everything. And friends, go check um, her out. Hillary Kramer, 1L and a K, HillaryKramer.com. And sign up for the trading desk email. You'll be glad you did. Coming right back, my final thought next. April 28th, experience the movie based on the miraculous story of George Foreman. George Foreman ain't no new champ. He is the new chump. Foreman is down! I'm not going to box anymore. I'm going to follow God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. There's only two things I know how to do. Box and preach. And preaching won't pay the bills. Foreman's 45 years old. The risk isn't losing. It's surviving. How can you beat that man? I'm going to do this my way. Big George Foreman. Exclusively in movie theaters. April 28th. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder, and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me. Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG. Color is vital to your health. I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. 
I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's mypillow.com promo code. KMC. Coming to theaters, Patterns of Evidence, Journey to Mount Sinai 2. Investigative filmmaker Timothy Mahoney uncovers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai, interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. All of the evidence, it's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsofEvidence.com. What you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough. Radio. All right, uh, glad to have you with us. And this weekend kind of interesting the uh coronation of king charles and i'm not a big anglophile i don't follow the royals i know i know plenty of women who do but i i am not in that camp um but i did watch for a little bit because there is this developing drama between the king and his second son harry prince harry who wrote a book called spare he talks about a lot of very personally embarrassing things about himself about the royal family in the book and he and his dad have not seen eye to eye since Meghan Markle moved him out of the royal family back to the shores of California and they do what they do over there now and he didn't take the king's grandkids with him back to be at the coronation which is kind of also I think a sad thing they're going to grow up someday and say why was why why wasn't I there but I compare what they're dealing with between Harry and the king to what our president and his son are, are doing. Uh, president Biden saying in an interview over the weekend that his son has done nothing wrong and that he trusts him 100%. Now, there's a biblical concept of training up children in the way they should go. And it doesn't mean that you're going to hit it perfect if you try to be conscientious and try to raise them well. It means that they're going to be more likely to uh, turn out right if, if you do, if you do it with prayer, if you do it with humility. But in the back and forth, I couldn't help but draw this attention. King Charles is not giving in to Harry's bad behavior. He's, he invited him to the coronation. Harry jetted out as soon as the proceedings were over. He didn't stay to see the family. But I compare that to what Biden's doing in terms of looking the other way on the behavior that we all know publicly that his son's been involved in. He's, he's been addicted to crack. He got a, a woman pregnant in Arkansas that was a stripper who had, a, who had his child that's been proven by, via DNA, and they've, they've not even uh, admitted that she she's an heir to the president. I mean that she's one of the president's grandkids. And I just think that 
if you were to look at both of those situations as the father, and this hits me kind of personally, I'm trying to think which one I would be more in favor of right now. And I think that what King Charles is doing with Harry is actually healthy. We're, we're not going to let you just behave any way you want and still have claim to everything that we have. President Biden's saying, do whatever you want, son. I got your back. I'm going to cover, I'm going to cover for you. I, I don't think that, I don't think that the Biden approach is the healthier approach. Maybe I'm wrong. Send me an email if you think I am. KMCRadio at gmail.com. I'm willing to evaluate and listen to what other people have to say. But my heart breaks for both. Because fathers and sons, it's a sacred relationship. And sons need their dads. And they need their dads to be righteous and honorable and strong. So keep that in mind, dads. 